Mickey Gilly, our guest tonight in the Honky Tonk Time Machine. Mickey, uh, I know you're sitting there right next to Johnny. Did Johnny want to come on and talk a little bit? or, or is he... Absolutely. Hold on a minute. Okay. <laughs> Here's Mr. Johnny Lee. Thank you. Hey, Johnny, how you doing? Fine. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. He said he was sitting next to you, so I figured I'd ask if I could get you on. You ready to get back to work? Oh, man, yeah, I am. I am. Can't wait, can't wait you know. And I should say congratulations on the 40-year anniversary of Urban Cowboy. No, it doesn't seem like it, man. 40 years. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Time just slipped on by, you know. <laughs> Urban Cowboy movie really changed my whole life. You know, changed me and Gilly's both. Answered all my prayers that I had about going out and, you know, all these dreams about having a song everybody knew. And it really happened, you know. I'd say you achieved that. Like Mickey said, looking for love, the biggest song on the soundtrack. That song comes out, and now everybody knows who you are, right? Well, it was, uh, one thing you irritated me is everybody said that was overnight success. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what, was the, what was the people that all the other nights, all the other nights started working, you know? It was great, man. It was great, great, great. Yeah, because you had songs out on the radio before Urban Cowboy came out. Six singles, you had a top 15 song, but... Looking for love's got to be your favorite, right? Yeah. I think John Travolta had enough before I go to bed. <laughs> you think John Travolta? <laughs> yeah, you probably should. <laughs> for giving a career alive, yeah. No, I, people get asking if I get tired of singing it. I never, get, never have got tired of singing it. How could you? you know? Yeah, I hear about songs that singers get tired of singing over and over again. You know, their biggest hits. I'm glad that's not the case with you, and I love that song. I think my favorite of yours might be Picking Up Strangers, though. Yeah, I've been lucky, you know, Picking Up Strangers, Cherokee Fiddle, Hey Bartender. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, wanted, I wanted the next song to, after I recorded Looking for Love. I did the Looking for Love album, and I recorded a song, Do You Love As Good As You Look? And that's how I got an education on the posting business, because uh, Jim Ed Norman, producer of uh, that album, had publishing on the, my second number one song. But I wanted my second number one to be, made sense to me that he loves good as you look at the looking for love, you know. But of course they didn't do it, and the Bellum Brothers went ahead and did it. Had a big cross for hair on it, so. Anyway, it, it's okay. Picking up and I had a lot of great songs, you know. So was Mickey the one who approached you about singing for uh, for Urban Cowboy then? No, Irving Azoff did. Irving Azoff did. There's a name for you. Uh, I didn't know who the hell Irving Azoff was. <laughs> He's kind of a big deal nowadays. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was down visiting Gillies, you know, and uh, Mickey had already, they'd already talked to Mickey, I guess, and Mickey had already turned his deal up. And Anyway, he'd come up to me. I was on break from the bandstand, you know. Come up and ask me, do I want to sing in a movie? I said, yeah, sure, man, as soon as I get to it. So I finished his watermelon, <laughs> and uh, I didn't know who the hell Irving Azoff was, you know. And then uh, I said, sure, I'd love to do it. But you got to realize that there have been a lot of people coming there beforehand, uh, handing out cards, their talent scouts, and all this kind of stuff, you know. At the end of the night, you find their cards all over the floor at Gillies. But uh, Irving Azoff asked me if I wanted to be in a movie. I said, sure, man, I'd love to. But Sandy broke out and uh, rearranged it, you know. Uh, I guess I was singing uh, that night, and uh, Irving Israel heard me singing uh, Cherokee Fiddle. He wanted that song to be in a movie. So Becky Shargo took me uh, uh, to a hotel and dropped me off. And probably about the 11th or 12th, 13th song, I 
found a cardboard box was looking for love. Written by two school teachers, Patty Ryan and Wanda Millette from Gulfport, Mississippi. Got the idea for that song for a classroom for second grade children. And uh, I recorded it, you know, that and, and a song called Feel Like I've Been Road Hard and Put Up Wet. Marshall Ball wrote. That's on Urban Cowboy 2 soundtrack. And uh, Urban Cowboy, man, it just, it, just, it just hit. How much do you think the song had to do with the movie taking off? I mean, the movie is probably going to take off anyway, but I think the song certainly helped, didn't it? Oh, yeah, I guess it did, yeah. yeah. I, I never forget I took a date to the premiere of that movie that night and uh, got lucky because, boy, it kept playing the song over and over and over and over again, you know. Wow. I'll never forget that night. Yeah. Did you ever think in a million years you'd be in a movie? I mean, you set out to do music, you're doing your thing, and then all of a sudden you get a chance to be in a movie. Did you ever think that might be a possibility? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I've been happy to just have a hit record, you know. Yeah. Mickey, Mickey kept telling me, he said, yeah, you got to find a, you got to have a hit song. Said, what the hell you got to do to find a hit song, Mickey? Gosh dang. <laughs> <laughs> so I recorded a bunch of stuff prior to that, but, uh, you know, I didn't know until I found looking for love. So what are you up to these days other than other than this uh, tour with Mickey? What else you got going on? That's it, man. I've been touring with Gilly, and uh, that's about it, man. Yeah. You know, whenever Mickey's not working, I'm working out on the road with my band. I use some of his band and my band, you know, and so that's, that's about it, man. I've been staying busy, you know. Got a new uh, deal with Sony. Sony Records is going to release my new album I finished. I don't know. I'll just keep on making music and uh, keep on uh, looking for breaks, man. Staying busy, keep making music. Yeah. I, I like to hear yeah. that. I'll make music till day I die. So. Hopefully that'll be a while, Johnny. I asked Mickey this. I'm going to ask you the same thing. Who do you like listening to, or who did you grow up listening to? Mm, Ricky Nelson. Uh, uh, Ricky Nelson was one that got me inspired to do music. Uh, He'd, uh, I'd watch Ozzy and Harriet's show. Ricky would uh, come out and sing a song, you know. He'd always screw something up during the middle of the show. Then he'd sing a song, get all the girls. So I, that's what I got to do, man. I, I grew up listening to the 50s, you know, Jerry Lewis, uh, of course, Big Gilly and, and uh, Fats Domino, uh, Ricky Nelson, Little Richard, yeah. Chuck Berry, all, all the, yeah. the doo wops, you know. And little Richard, he just passed away over the weekend too. I was I was sorry to hear that. Yeah, Edda James was one of my favorites too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I really didn't get into country music until I was about twenty one. And uh, by the time before I before I met Mickey, I met um, this club owner that had a place called Cedar Oaks in Dickinson, Texas, after hours club. And uh, got a job, you know, I'd come back out of the military, come back from Vietnam and all that kind of stuff. And um, she, she said she liked, liked the way we sounded, but we got to learn some country music. So the first country song I learned was Statue of Fool. And I put that on my, on my new album, by the way. Uh, and that's really what got me going into country music. And I went up to meet Mickey Gilly at the Nestle Club. And acted like I knew him from a long time ago, you know. <laughs> and uh, he said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'll just come up here to say hi to you, man. <laughs> and 
I really come up here to get a job from you. Know? He <laughs> says, really? I said, yeah. I said, I did a job with you. You don't remember me. I said, I did a job with you at Pleasure Pier with Larry Kane uh, a long time ago. And uh, I said, we had, had another job that night, but I, I didn't want to leave until I heard you sing. So I blown I never heard him sing before in my life. But uh, <laughs> I figured if I went up there and asked him if I could sit in, he'd always have, he'd always have the chance to say no. And my, there was, you know, shoot my water right there. So um, he asked me if I wanted to sit in with him. I said, "Oh, sure, what the hell, you know, what take?" And uh, I sat in, and then I came back. Oh, I guess a couple weeks later, sat in with him some more, and kind of started a good friendship with him. And next thing you know, he got me a job. And uh, after I'd been working about six, eight months, I said, "When I when I." Mickey, you remember that time I met you? He said, yeah. I said, man, i never seen you before in my life. He said, I didn't want to be a, appear to be rude. <laughs> I never, 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 didn't remember you either. So it all worked out, you know. That was a pretty good strategy on your part. <laughs> yeah. How, how much did Mickey help your career? Oh, man. Yeah, I went on the road with him before I had any hits. Like kind of what he did for, for Mickey, you know, when he started out with him. And uh, I, I went in the studio with him. Uh, uh, Billy Crash Craig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, Billy Crash had an Elvis thing he used to do, you know. Uh-huh. And so I was on the road with Mickey. Mickey taught me, hey, trying to do the Elvis Presley deal tonight. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, Mickey? Really, you think I should do it? Yeah, man, do it. <laughs> so Billy Crash Craig, oh, boy, I got all hot around the car. I thought he was going to whip me and Johnny both. <laughs> so. <laughs> and I just do a thing about Bill Anderson. But still, you know, and uh, well, I was really a, really a dummy back then. <laughs> but uh, Mickey, Mickey been like a brother to me, you know, and, and helped me. He, he taught me, uh, he said, Johnny, you got to play music people want to sit and listen to or they want to get up and dance to. So I said, okay, man. And I told him the other night, I said, because of him, the way I did Cherokee Fiddle. So what do you mean? He said, well, Michael Martin Murphy in my house that night after he played Gillies. Uh, Sherwood was too cheap to buy him a hotel room, I guess. I'm glad because he stayed in my house that night with me. And we sat up and played guitars later. He said, I got a song you might like to do, Johnny, if you ever get a recording deal. So uh, he played me a slover and a Cherokee fiddle. And I said, man, I love it. So, uh, but I didn't like it slow, you know, so I changed it to what it was. Mm-hmm. Turned out to be a big hit record, you know, so. Yeah, Mickey tells me it's going to rain. I look for an umbrella. <laughs> what he says is gospel. Well, gentlemen, I think that is about all the time we're going to have. I do want to mention, though, Johnny, while I have you, because uh, I talked to Wade Hayes a, a few weeks ago. Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? He said he got his start playing in your band. I hope he wasn't lying to me. Wade Hayes, Wade Hayes. Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bullshitting you, man. Yeah, I, I remember I figured you remembered him. <laughs> yeah, I took him on the opera the first time, and... Uh, Told everybody to watch for him. He's going to be a big star. Uh-huh. And he did his first titty jump when he was 21. Oh, really? <laughs> well, that was awful sweet of you. Oh, man. Yeah, Wade, Wade is a good friend of mine. I love Wade to death, man. Got to be careful with these two. Mickey Gilly and Johnny Lee join us in the Honky Tonk Time Machine. Johnny, hey, it's been real fun talking to you. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. You guys take care. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you, Mickey. Well, that was a little different, but a whole lot of fun. This is the Honky Tonk Time Machine on K103.